Welcome to Women Who Rock Investigates. This is your show host, Miss Diane Winbush. We thank you so much for tuning in from Women Who Rock with Success Media. And so today we have a very interesting topic that we would like to discuss for mothers in America um, that perhaps maybe deal with some certain issues in labor and delivery. So we want to talk about some topics in regards to that. And we also want to be able to share what you can expect in the labor room and delivery and how important the Lamont's classes are, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, for women as well. So there's a lot of things that we can be able to do too. So we want to discuss and share on both sides of the fence as to how you can be able to um, have a successful pregnancy and also how you can be able to be successful after the pregnancy as well. And then we kind of want to hit a little bit on the postpartum as to some would some mothers have. And we may touch a little critical um, stories and what have you. But these professionals, that's what they're here for. I'm not a, I'm not an OBGYN. So that's the reason why I got the professionals to be able to help you to be able to understand just a little bit more. So we're going to uh, get started. We have uh, one of our guests that is uh, with us uh, on today. I have to take my glasses off and she is none other um, uh, than Miss Stephanie Larson. And um, she uh, is the founder. She's been working in labor, labor and delivery for the last 20 some odd years. So we know that we got the right people on the panel today. And then we also have another professional that has also worked in um, the labor and delivery. And she, they're gonna tell you a little bit about themselves and she is none other than Miss Lydia Robinson. So good morning, ladies, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks okay. for having me. You are welcome. So we're going to start with um, we're going to start with Stephanie. So Stephanie, tell us a little bit about you. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do, and I guess what your passion is for women, and then you know for babies too. Yeah, I am Stephanie Larson, the founder of Dancing for Birth, and I love to dance. So that's something special that I'm bringing to birth. I love to dance. So when I was pregnant for the first time I danced during my pregnancy, I was with a midwife at a freestanding birth center for my care and she didn't have a problem with me dancing. So I danced during pregnancy. When I went into labor, went to the birth center, I had a room to myself and they said, do what you want. So I (laughs) I hadn't preconceived this, but I danced because that's what felt good. There was a bed there, but I never got in the bed. So I danced around the room, danced in the shower, and four hours later, I had given birth to my baby, and the experience was euphoric, unmedicated, and I felt so powerful. I really felt like superwoman. I was home within a couple of hours, you know, out with my baby on the street, going for a stroll, and I just felt on top of the world. But when I talked to the other new moms around me, all I heard was painful, traumatic, scary birth stories. And that was a real wake up call for me, but I realized I could help other people because dancing had helped me so much. So that's when I created Dancing for Birth. And it's a childbirth method that uses gravity, movement, and instinct to help birth your baby with bliss and ease. It's also a class for pregnancy and for postpartum. And this was, you know, that birth I described was 
20, you know, almost 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so now Dancing for Birth classes are around the world on five continents, helping families around the world. And I have the pleasure and the privilege to be able to give advanced training to doctors, midwives, nurses, doulas, childbirth educators, so that they can bring this into their client's birth experience. Okay, awesome, because I think that's so important, and we're going to put a pin in that as well, because I want to really um, bring that out to mothers, because I also, well, I didn't dance, but I exercised, and the more exercise that I that I did with, um, I have a son, I think he's, I don't know, he's 28, ain't there something, I don't know his age, I think he's, he turned 28 this year, but the more I exercise, it, um, according to what the OBGYN told me back then, it opens up the pelvic uh, bone structure, and the baby just kept, I went in for 530, at 5.30, boom, he was out at 8, 8.05, and so I think that is very, very, um, see, I told you, I got the right panel on here today, it was very, very, it was very, very successful, and of course, you you know, you have these, we'll talk about that later and stuff, but anyway, come on, Lydia. <laughs> All right. So my name is Lydia. I have been a labor and delivery nurse for the last 10 years working in all settings for birth. Um, So I do high risk, um, you know, births in the hospital. I've worked at freestanding birth centers as well as uh, attended home births. Um, So I'm also a childbirth educator, evidence-based birth instructor, and a international board certified lactation consultant. So I just like to tell my families everything from pregnancy through postpartum, I've got Mm -hmm. something to help you out. Um, So for me, um, being in the birth space is something I always knew that I wanted to do since the time I was eight years old. Um, I'm the oldest of five children. So everybody around me was always pregnant. Um, I also have (laughs) 20, it's the truth, I also have um, over 20 first cousins and I'm like the fourth grandchild. So again, everybody around me always pregnant. So at age eight, I knew that is what I was wanting to do. Um, so I went into nursing school and my first job out of nursing school was a labor and delivery at a hospital. Okay. Um, it was at that point in time, I was recognizing there were some things happening in the hospital that weren't right. It was, um, you know, just the mindset of, the only way to help women get through labor is to offer them pain medication. If they don't want pain medication, then, oh, you know, we don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And because of what I had known growing up, I knew that this was not the only option. So it was at that point I became a doula so that I could help incorporate um, some of those skills into my nursing practice and help the patients that wanted to go more low intervention, natural uh, birthers. Um, And then the other thing that I found while working in the hospital system was that there were a lot of things happening to women and their families throughout that process where they were being taken advantage of, whether it was something very small or something drastic in their care. And it was primarily due to lack of knowledge. So um, that is when I began taking private clients as a doula so that I could help to combat some of those issues I was finding in the labor and delivery room in the, um, you know, in the hospital. So that's a little bit about my story and, you know, just my drive and passion for what I do. Okay. Okay, great. So we're going to first, I guess we're going to start with the questions in regards to the preparation for women and how we need to educate and coach women, not due to their income. I think this should be something that is available for all types of women so that the pregnancies can be um, successful. So we're gonna start with, um, we're gonna start with Lydia. 
And we want to talk about media, the importance of the doctor's office as to how much, and then too, you know, it's not all on the doctor as well. You know, we have to have resource. We have to have the knowledge to go to get some of the resources too. So talk to us a little bit about the importance, the importance of, I mean, I'm going to go deep here on some things and stuff. I know some women that done sit there and then went all the way up into nine months pregnant. Then they, here they go to the ER room and want the doctor to perform a miracle <laughs> and things like that. But share with us the importance that women need to take in regards to their health. Share the importance of the of how the doctors need to inform them of their health because a lot of times uh, my stepmother she's deceased now but she went through um toxemia i think that's what she was telling me she almost died with the baby and what have you some of the things were knowledgeable way before she went to the labor and there was nothing done about it see that's that's a red flag right there so we want to talk about these things as to how the doctor should be working to educate the 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 mom the the mom before she gets into her birth and then how important that the mother i don't have true i can't have no more kids and stuff but how important the mother should be getting the resources as well right you're right that is going deep because that opens yes. a whole can of worms i can talk about for the longest so okay um in regards to um the mother um you hey are you taking the tissue test yep and my teeth are yellow I mean, I knew they weren't perfect, but, ugh. Oh, well, all hope is lost. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Clearly, my whitening toothpaste is not cutting it. Time for white strips. Crest Glamorous White White Strips are the only ADA-accepted whitening strips proven to be safe and effective. They work below the enamel surface to whiten 25 times better than a leading whitening toothpaste. Hey, nice smile. Thanks. I crushed the tissue test. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Crest, healthy, beautiful smiles for